Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in part five of All Roads Lead to Rome, we are going to investigate the false and deadly doctrine of universalism and its connection to Rome. To lay a foundation, we find that the definition for universalism, primarily as it pertains to Christian universalism, is the belief that all of humankind will eventually be saved under the umbrella of the atonement of Christ, even if they don't believe in Him or hold to a different belief system apart from Him. This, of course, is refuted by many scriptures in God's Word two of which come immediately to mind. In Matthew seven thirteen to 15 it is written, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and many are those who enter by it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and few are those who find it. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. And in Matthew seven twenty-one to 23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. These are only two of many more holy scriptures that put a death knell to the demonic lie of universalism. However, many people, even within mainstream Christianity, are becoming seduced by the lore of this deadly falsehood. And leading the charge in this rampage of death is the cult of Roman Catholicism. The word Catholic, as in Roman Catholic, actually means universal. Therefore, the connection between Roman Catholicism and the Luciferian doctrine of universalism is already made obvious by their established definitions. But it goes much deeper than that. The Antichrist spirit that is the motivating force behind universalism holds its most powerful sway upon the podium of the Roman Catholic Church, which will be at the helm of the one-world religion of the Antichrist, drawing every other false way into its hierarchy of power and deception including Islam, which, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, is already melding with Roman Catholicism through what has become dubbed as Chrislam. And we will be addressing Chrislam more fully in a future message. But as we hone in on the disastrous effects of the lie of universalism, we find that in its ecumenical efforts, the Roman Catholic Church, through the influence of its pontiffs, has been monumental in serving Lucifer in this darkened endeavor since its inception, all in preparation for the global reign of the Antichrist. 
Remember that Antichrist not only means against, but also instead of. And Lord Jesus warned us of the false Christ that would arise and deceive many, with the final Antichrist being the culmination of every darkened impostor who will have come before him. And nowhere do we find a more persuasive false Christ than in Roman Catholicism. That is one of the reasons that Roman Catholicism is so significant in the One World Religion Agenda, in which the false doctrine of universalism is playing such a vital role. For most people in the world consider the Roman Catholic Church and the pontiff who rules over it to be the personification of Christianity. It is recorded to be the largest church worldwide, with 1.378 billion baptized Catholics as of 2021. Even some evangelicals believe that Roman Catholicism is genuine Christianity, with only a few points upon which they differ in their doctrinal stand even though the differences between true Christianity and Roman Catholicism are as diverse and opposed to one another as light is to darkness and life is to death. I would safely say that those who name themselves evangelicals and yet propose to recognize Roman Catholicism as genuine Christianity based on the superficial statements that sound to be in agreement with the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Do not recognize them in truth at all, because the familiar things that Roman Catholicism professes that appears to line up with the truth are in reality shallow proclamations that mask the true Babylonian root system that is at the heart of Roman Catholicism and my heart is deeply grieved at this, because the Roman Catholic Church is leading many unsuspecting victims to their eternal demise on the wings of a false security that has been based on another Jesus. Just as our Lord and Savior warned us of while giving us the command to not be deceived. It is tragic to me that more evangelical Christians do not take the time to really delve into the inner workings of Roman Catholicism under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, especially as it concerns their witness as God's ambassadors of truth to a dark and dying world, and especially to the Catholic people that they know and in some cases are related to. For if they did, it would not take long for the lying deceptions held within the Babylonian cult of the Roman Church to be unveiled, with truth revealing discernment, if only one is willing to look at the facts that are hidden behind the curtain of counterfeiting and beguiling lies and persuasions. And as we look to the agent of darkness, who as a wolf in sheep's clothing, is serving the Antichrist in this critical hour in the earth, both religiously and politically, with Luciferian deceptions. Pope Francis, who is leading the charge on the universal salvation bandwagon, as he presses forward in his ecumenical agenda, has been quoted as saying that all, no matter what they believe or even disbelieve, are children of God, and that even atheists will be saved. He has gone so far as to say that he would even baptize an alien if it came to earth and desired to be so. 
and that's another topic for another message, because the alien propaganda that is flourishing today is all part of the Antichrist deception. But getting back to Pope Francis, he has also played a major role in bringing leaders of all religions across the globe together under the umbrella of the universal salvation message. But the false doctrine of universalism was not birthed by the current pontiff alone. It has been embraced by his forerunners going as far back as the official founding of Roman Catholicism and the pagan infiltration that marked the Roman Church during the reign of Constantine, bringing an irreparable schism between the true Church of Jesus Christ and the insidious counterfeit of Roman Catholicism. In an article written for the Vatican Files, under the title of Roman Catholic Universalism, God has many ways to save. The following is offered. If faith that saves is faith in Christ, what are we to think of all those who have no chance of believing in Him? We live in a pluralistic society, even religiously. Our theologies, Eastern and Western, Catholic and Protestant alike, developed in a world where practically only Christianity existed. It was, however, aware of the existence of other religions, but they were considered false from the start or were not taken into consideration at all. Today, this is no longer the case. For some time, there has been a dialogue between religions based on mutual respect and recognition of the values present in each of them. With this recognition, the conviction has taken ground that even people outside the church can be saved. God has far more ways to save than we can think of. He has established channels of His grace, but He has not bound Himself to them. It is one thing to affirm the universal need of Christ for salvation, and another thing to affirm the universal necessity of faith in Christ for salvation. Is it superfluous, then, to continue proclaiming the gospel to every creature? Far from it, we must continue to proclaim Christ not so much for a negative reason, such as the narrow necessity of him being the only way to salvation, otherwise the world will be condemned, but for the positive reason, for the infinite gift that Jesus represents for every human being. End quote. Talk about speaking from both sides of your mouth. On one hand, they are saying that everyone will be saved no matter what. But then they also say that we must still preach Christ for the benefit of the world, as they blatantly subvert the unadulterated truth of His Word, regarding salvation's sacred mandate that has been forever settled in heaven. It is demonic double-talk that is being repeated over and over again, and being spread throughout the many denominations and emerging churches of today as the Roman Catholic Antichrist spirit infiltrates their very midst. It boils down to claiming Jesus is one security blanket under a universal all-inclusive covering, no matter what your mindset about him is. It eliminates one-third of the Bible, which addresses the prophetic word of God, and is interwoven into both the Old and New Testaments with life-or-death truth. 
and it completely ignores the judgment of a holy and righteous God who gave his only begotten Son to satisfy the penalty of sin's death on man's behalf, but which requires the new birth miracle within the sin-deadened spirit of fallen man in order to inherit that eternal life promise. Without that miraculous necessity being realized within a man or woman, God's holy judgment must and will come against that unrepentant one who blatantly refuses to believe in the unadulterated truth of his word so as to be saved, causing God's amazing grace to become null and void to that one because of their unbelief and rejection of what the Almighty God and Creator of all that is has declared in His righteous judgment and perfection to be mandatory to eternal life in heaven with the Father. The inclusive and sugar-coated false doctrine of universalism preaches a salvation that recognizes Jesus as a good teacher and a perfect example of man at his best. It invites people who choose to follow in his footsteps to become a better person, to make better choices, and to become more loving, caring, and more dedicated to champion social justice, in order to become more Christ-like, and to make the world a better place to live. And all are welcome to partake of this invitation, all inclusively, no matter your lifestyle or gender choice or what belief system you choose to follow. And while the word of God is being twisted to fit their own determination of what is good and what is evil, they do not know that they are being led into the deadly snare of eternal destruction. For without a man or woman's recognition of their fallen sin nature, their need for repentance and the new birth regeneration that is ignited within their deadened spirit at the moment the Father judges that repentance to be genuine. They remain dead in their sins and trespasses, no matter how much they attempt to become a better version of themselves. And woe to the ones who are leading the many astray. In John 10.1, we read the sobering words of Jesus. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who does not enter by the gate into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. Beloved, the watchmen on the wall are sounding the alarm to be ready, as the wheat is being separated from the tares. And in our next segment, we will continue to sound that alarm while contending even more earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, as we have been exhorted in Jude 1.3. And until we come together again, I leave you with Revelation 12.10-11. Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life, even unto death. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. 
You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.